Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. It's lunchtime. Hey, everybody. Long time, no podcast. But listen, thank you so much. If you like, follow, share, subscribe uh, to In the Kitchen, and you've been wondering, like, where are the episodes? Well, if you like, follow, share, and subscribe, you know to check us out on all these other platforms. And, and we've been really spending some time growing our TikTok um channel for in the kitchen with dryer buzz then of course you already know i've got so much going on but the food conversation kept entering into my other podcast and my other broadcast and all my conversation i'm like the one place i really need to go have a kitchen conversation is on in the kitchen with dryer buzz and so Listen, let me tell you, because a lot has happened uh, since that last episode. In fact, I was even afraid to even look to see when was the last episode, because I know it's been a while. But you know what? The season is changing, and there's a lot going on in there. I always have a lot going on, and I've been trying to find the right time to come and talk about this, because um, I don't I don't have a full-on season. Like, when we started this, it was kind of an after-talk, after uh, an episode. Uh, one of the things is, you know, the internet, it changes all the time. Different things cycle in, different things cycle out. And one of the things that happened to cycle out was a long live stream. You know, we were, we were taking you through the full on shopping and all kind of preparation as well as the prep, the cooking and never mind the fact we were also eating everything. Um, and I had to dial that back and I need to, I need to clear my throat here for a second. <clears throat> so I needed to dial that back one because, um, the views it's like, it was too long, too extensive. So that's one of the reasons why we started growing the TikTok channel because you can, uh, one, I like that you only can go longer than a minute. Uh, but still, I have to go through, still go through all of the motions because I have to still cook. We got to eat, uh, but still have to go through all the motion, even just to get a minute of documenting what we were doing. And, you know, for those of you who don't, if somebody shares this, um, I once retired from uh, entertainment blogging, um, going through some grief moment. I went into the kitchen to heal and I had I realized, you know what? Uh, well, I actually went into the kitchen, went back into the kitchen as a caregiver. And while going in as a caregiver, I realized not that you lose your skill, that I lost some skill, okay? Uh, because I wasn't the one, uh, the primary cook in the house or the primary shopper or any of the primary, <laughs> anything for that matter. We all had, we all had divvied up the roles in order to survive. And so when I, be, when we decided, okay, somebody needed to take on that role of full caregiving responsibility, that meant somebody needs to make breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, and of course, always, you know, we, who doesn't try to eat out as much as you can? But um, I just realized, like, wait a minute, you know, we need to make some changes. We need to make some changes to our diet. or And also, I wanted to, a skill level, I wanted to explore. And then that's how, that's how this whole in the kitchen thing came. I got a coffee. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. But, um, and I know. I have to stop it in this thing and all that. And I'm not editing y'all. Y'all, I'm not I'm not editing any of these podcasts. They are in the moment going right to the platform, unscripted, um, with exception well, everything that I do is pretty much unscripted. Um, and there's not a lot of planning. I just push the button and let's talk. So 
um, in that I think I'm well into healing, um, still cooking, still, still, well, we know in, I'm recording this for four minutes into this, we are in a full on pandemic. So, uh, definitely still cooking, you know, preparing a breakfast, a lunch and a dinner, not so much a breakfast. Cause by the time I finish all my morning chores and routine and, and answering this, that, and the other, and this, doing all this, walking the dog and all that, it's lunchtime. And, uh, he's looking at me like, wait, what's going on? That's a, my dog is like, that's a whole other part. You doing another podcast, a broadcast. Cause he, and you know, I'd imagine in his eyes, he just sees me sitting here all talking and all animated and knows that it's something that he must be silent for. Uh, and he's right now trying to make himself comfortable. So I don't tell him to leave the room. So what's going on? Well, um, uh, I did see the last, a little bit of the last episode where we talked about bulk shopping and that was probably somewhere during this pandemic where we decided to um because things were pretty scarce at the grocery store when this thing first started so we did bulk shopping and that was a a shock to our system because we had gotten to the point where we were literally shopping fresh uh if not daily every two to three days based on how our meals were planned and prepared but nothing more nothing that needed to be stocked in the pantry nothing that needed to be in the freezer you know and all those kinds of things and and we had a routine of pretty i think a kind of healthy routine of meals will be prepared at home on these days we'll dine out on these days to give a rest and to get away from the leftovers you know uh, trying not to have to eat the same thing uh, in this, in a you know a couple of straight days, just having a little bit of variety. And we at this point we have a lot of variety because Monday yesterday and trying to figure out something for dinner, pulled out all those plates of leftovers. I just remember anybody that goes in their kitchen, you can't tell me that you don't ever get a sense of being either a June Cleaver or a Claire Huxtable or Cleaver Huxtable. Uh, something about some television okay you know because we all out here like imitating art or art is trying to i think art now is trying to imitate us so you know i just remember old television shows of the person preparing the meal going to the fridge and pulling out all these plates of things you know and whatnot and it was just so easy to set the table you know there was somebody was always setting the table it's just so easy like to come up with these meals you know so yesterday we had one of those moments where we opened it i'm like i'm not cooking um, got enough leftovers. I did on Saturday. I don't do slow cooker Sunday. We do slow cooker Saturday. We usually will put something in. Uh, well, my goal was to put it in Friday night. Let me tell you what happened. So I came across, I went shopping this week. This was one week where we do try to replenish everything. And then from this moment on into the next couple of weeks, we'll just get the odds and ends that we missed. Right? So going into the kitchen Friday night my thing was for the weekend I happened to I went shopping did the shopping and I came across a real good deal on um a couple of pot roasts and it was like a two-pack and now back in the day you know a two-pack of pot roasts two packs of two two actual pot roasts would have gone all of that would have gone right into the oven and it might, you know, it wouldn't have survived us because that's one of the things we love. And we were at the time a household of six. But then, you know what? I was like, okay, one of the things is two of us left. Okay. And so I'm like, and then one of us has to realize, feed yourself, take care of yourself. Stop worrying. You're no longer the caregiver. Stop worrying about everybody else. So I was actually going to cook both of those pot roasts. And I'm glad I didn't because 
I cook one and there's still some left. So I'm learning how to cook less uh, and, and cook for me. And I have to cook for myself and my daughter for dinner. Um, she's out all day, comes in after work. So I have to have breakfast and lunch or mainly just lunch because I don't eat a lot. But, you know, oftentimes it's the wrong thing. Okay. So Friday night, I said I put the pot roast in the oven. and I mean, not in the oven, in the, in the slow cooker, in the crock pot. And I wasn't going to do the whole potatoes and carrots and all that kind of stuff. I was like, look, I'm going to load in some onions because uh, I know I'm going to get that good uh, onion flavor, almost like the French onion style kind of thing. I did a good rub on the pot roast. I didn't bother by searing it or anything like that. Cause I feel like, you know, I'm going in the slow cooker. The slow cooker is going to give it, you know, make it real nice and tender. And I just don't have to do all this other stuff to it, you know? And because if you do, I, feel, I just feel like it's just, you know, wasted. And if you don't, you know, overload with liquid like a lot of people feel like they have to put a lot of liquid in the slow cooker but when whatever you cook in the slow cooker a lot of liquid comes out of it so you really don't need it and i'm telling you that as from experience because um i have i have gone i have started using very little to if any liquid in the slow cooker particularly depending on the meats that i'm like chicken never put any liquid in there because there's a lot of liquid that comes out of the chicken uh, of course any you know beef you know a lot of liquid a lot of fat rather comes out of that liquid and fat i guess um and so you don't need a lot don't need and if i do put anything i put just a little bit of a starter of a couple of maybe a couple of ounces or so of uh broth any kind of broth i usually always have on hand chicken broth vegetable broth i have to have vegetable broth because i do have a vegan daughter uh and if i'm going to make something you know that i don't have to add meat or i try not to i'll use a vegetable broth or i've got chicken so I usually keep those on hand because one of the things I have uh, that I love doing now, going back into the kitchen, is anything that calls for water, <laughs> I try not to use just straight water. And whatever I always got, I've always got lemonade on hand. So I always either go with the lemonade because that's water and lemons, okay? Learn how to, learn how to dial this stuff back, break it back down, right? Uh, like, and one of the reasons I say that because I had somebody tell me, they don't like buttermilk, but I'm like, but you eat ranch dressing all day, <laughs> you know, it's like, or they don't like, like, I, I don't like ketchup on my food, but I'm not a person that's going to say, I don't like ketchup or I don't like tomatoes. Like I hate people that will say they don't like tomatoes, but then you eat all that ketchup, spaghetti sauce, all pizza sauce, you know, all these different things. It's like people today. They don't, because a lot of us, and I'm going to say us, because, you know, I don't want to sound like I've, I've carried this all through life you know when I came out of the kitchen and into the workplace and then back into the kitchen you know I've forgotten some things I mean I have gone to the store many a times trying to get parsley and come on with every everything else like right I even ordered my grocery on the apps and I always want some Italian parsley or French part whatever and I, I I've gotten cilantro any other any other leaf I'm like wait this smells funny what is this and I go look at the receipt if I get one um and it, it'll say something altogether different I know that I have had to and I, I've been pretty fortunate because being uh that I was blogging about this journey when I have gone to certain stores I've established some connection they were like hey what is it that you're doing you know they come up and they'll ask whatever um, or I, I'll let them know, definitely let them know. Cause you know, being a blogger for 20 years, I've heard security enough. So I usually let them know, listen, uh, cause one lady, 
one place I go, we have we do have a local uh, produce store, and uh, not attached to the big chains. And she's one, you know, seen me coming shopping and talking on my phone as if I was FaceTiming. So finally got the questions. Hey, what is it that you're doing? And I let them know. You know, well, I am shopping. I'm trying to learn how to cook. You know, fresh with fresh vegetables and so forth. And so then. Um, at a couple of stores now when I go, you know, there are those that have been told, hey, if you see such and such, a, uh, offer up, you know, some advice and some help. And oftentimes I had to go. I remember uh, I did a full-on video on broccoli. As a matter of fact, one year ago, maybe one or two years ago by now, I think one or two years ago, there was a broccoli uproar uh, that broccoli was at the center of an uproar between a beef between some personalities. And so when I went to the store and I and I told the manager, I was like, man, this is, this is, everybody's talking about this broccoli stuff. Y'all should have some. I said, I'm getting ready to do a video, you know, on broccoli. And he said, oh, well, then we need to get you all the information you need. He, the manager guy then took me back to the produce guy and said, hey, listen, she's going to do something on broccoli. And I said, yeah, I said, I just needed like what recipe. Not that I needed a recipe because what do we do with broccoli besides either just basically heat it up and you know drown it in cheese i don't but you know i do a number of things with it i love it roast it uh in fact i had some on sunday because i needed something green on the plate and i just literally took it put a couple of pats of butter on it put it in the microwave never would i well yeah that was a thing because i had every, something else was on every part of the stove and i'm like wait a minute i we to go with and we weren't having the pot roast i made a meatloaf so i did this i did the pot roast and the slow cooker but basically for us to eat off of that on saturday sandwiches or just nibbling or whatnot and then Sunday I made a meatloaf because it wasn't enough of the roast to for dinner uh, so I made a meatloaf and then I um, wanted something green on the plate so I did a little bit of broccoli just put it in the microwave I didn't want to I didn't want to steam it boil it you know I just like look just warm it just just warm it with a little butter a little salt and pepper whatever i don't even think we went on with the salt and pepper because you know the butter hey took care of all of that and just to have it was really good it was really like I just simply say, sat here. I sat here and said that the broccoli was really good. It was really refreshing because when you eat f food, and if you eat a food and it's in the perfect iteration for you, instantly when you eat it, you feel it. In fact, that's how food is anyway. Uh, if you are eating for the right reason. And so putting that because we were doing the roast and I, I did some mashed potatoes. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the starches and so forth. Uh, I need, I know I, for myself, I'd rather have some broccoli. I'm trying to make some change. I'm not having feeling the best, right? And I know all coming down to food. So that, so when I went to the store that day to get back to the story, um, the manager took me to the produce guy and the produce guy, you know, we, uh, ended up with a really nice rapport. They ended up moving him cause he was so great. They sent him to a, a store that was apparently difficult in, in getting their, um, produce department shaped up. And he, they actually sent him over there and, but yet was the person that took his place, it introduced himself and like, Hey, I understand, you know, so he, in that one produce section, um, showed me the different varieties of broccoli, broccoli, broccolini, and then this other version. 
And most of us are used to that, that huge head of broccoli that looks like cauliflower, you know, that it comes like, everybody knows it looks like cauliflower. Well, then there's the other one that looks like it's, it's kind of a cross between, and this is what I learned on that day is it's kind of a cross between uh, broccoli and asparagus. That's the one you really want to cook. Um, that goes as a good side dish. If you love asparagus and you just want to kind of switch it up, broccolini is really what you want because it's kind of a cross and it's, it's long and slim as opposed to the big bulky, um, whatever you call those. And, and, and two, you know, especially if you're not, not necessarily doing the, the, it holds, it holds up better. Cause you know, some recipes you can put reg, I'll just say regular broccoli in and it breaks off into the little, the little seed looking like little seeds as opposed to, um, uh, staying all together, depending on how you're cooking. Some people most often will overcook it, uh, or you put it in certain recipes and it gets beat up or whatnot. So broccolini, you know, again, long like asparagus, great with, you know, marinating it, letting it marinate for a little bit, grilling it, all those different kinds of things, a little bit more versatile. I think, um, how I've played it, played with it and added it to different dishes as a side dish and even part of like one of the things I know I used to love to do last year and probably going to get into it in the fall. Now, first of all, my preferred method of cooking is in the oven, right? I don't like cooking a lot on top of the oven. I don't like frying a lot because you have to like stay right there with it and, and babysit it. Whereas things going into the oven or, or the slow cooker or crock pot, you Put it, you time it, put it in there, set the timer, and you can go off and do something else. And that's me because I just don't, if I'm cooking, I just don't like to leave the kitchen. That was one of the safety tips given to us by um, one of our fire, fire, our, our fellow fireman uh, follower. Um, we had a we had a whole kitchen safety talk, and he was telling us like, if you're ever tired, just tired even in the least. Don't go in the kitchen to cook anything and, and don't leave the kitchen because if you do, you sit down and you're just a little tired, you're going to get more, you know, especially like I'm on some medication right now that I know is going to hit and it's going to knock me out. So most of the time, and that's why I ended up live streaming so lengthily in the kitchen because I, if I'm doing something in the kitchen, I stay in the kitchen unless I have the timer set and I know that that's going to alert me and remind me to check on like I, like my, the lemonade. I know that when I put the lemonade on, I put it on for 10 to 15 minutes, depending on how much I've got in there and how long it's going to take to, you know, come to a boil and I don't want to boil it. So I want it right at the beginning of that. So I set a timer and I hear that timer go off and I know to go back in. But even then I can come, if I come out of the kitchen, I can get distracted because I'm doing things like this, 18, uh, 45 uh, minutes into this, I'm doing things like this, or I'm on the computer, I'm working on this, that, and the other. And I, I'm, I'm all, I'm always trying not to multitask. So even when I put the lemonade on, I'm on to the next thing to do in the kitchen. The kitchen for me, once I go in the kitchen, I stay in the kitchen and get it all done. I don't go and try to do something else. Cause a lot of things that I do, I have to be all in right then and in that moment. Um, because I, I, I do a lot of things that are really technical and require full on attention, eyes on the screen kind of thing. 
Um, I can't just even come over here and sit down because I'll start watching a program. I'm a, I'm a t- avid TV watcher. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm an avid radio listener. I literally, and one of the things I had in my old kitchen is we had, you know, you knew somebody was in the kitchen because the first thing they do is hit that radio. And you could tell by what came out of the radio, who was in the kitchen, who had, who, had, who was elected to cook that day. And everybody has some, like me, talk talk radio all day or sports, right? Sports more so than talk. And I really should be listening to the sports because our football team, has started off another bad year. Um, yes, I'm in Atlanta, and yes, I'm talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and when, and the sad part is, speaking of being in the kitchen, when I when the sports team, when the Atlanta Falcons are not doing good, the tailgates are not good. In fact, people, if they're not winning, there won't be any tailgating because people. I've been told by those who uh, host tailgates, you know, they put a lot into that. You know, not just time, but money. Um, and so, you know, trying to get people out, I mean, it is what it is, you know, tailgating is because, you know, you support your team and you want to have a few wins and we're already 0-2 and and we started last year, what was it, 0-7 we went, um, before we had a win, you know, and then the bye week and coming back from the bye week and, and we had some wins, but my God. And so like, say for instance, we had a game Sunday. And I, uh, I didn't even put on my, my gear. I didn't even, and normally I will go into the kitchen and I would at halftime or after the game and have a little, have a little talk. And I'm like, I'm already, um, we're two games in y'all and, and we're two games in and this pandemic football, we need, we are so in need of sports, right? Uh, I didn't do any recipes. I didn't say, Oh, you know, let's, let me come up with a tailgate thing. No football was the last thing on my mind. In fact, was it? Yeah, it wasn't Monday. It was Sunday. In fact, I realized the game was on, and I I was like, I'm not gonna turn it on there. I'm let me just glance over on Twitter and see what's going on. And I saw him in the end zone. I was like, oh, let me turn it off because it's you know I don't know. I don't even want to know. Uh, and they ended up losing by one point. They had um, they had the lead as always, um, but just with. I'm hearing people going in on the special teams. And that would have required the special teams, I guess. I'm learning about football just as well as uh, everything else. Um, that would have required a special team because it was a special scenario. And uh, and they didn't they didn't come through. And they end up losing by one point. Uh, losing by one point after you have a lead. And I know that's hurtful. And I know the guys are in a bad place. Uh, but, hello, it's the Atlanta Falcons. They've forever been in a bad place so you know that hurts sunday cooking it hurts the sunday dinner uh when you have and let me tell you and the atlanta falcons is a team for a team that hasn't had many championships you know they have got some real diehard fans and starting this season off as well as everything else is already gloom it's hard now i'm not turning this into a sports podcast i'm just saying Sunday just passed. It was a game day Sunday, and I did not think about it. And let me tell you, my kitchen is red and black. My dining room is red and black. Not for the Atlanta Falcons, but because red and black are my favorite colors. So naturally, I would try to support. And this is this is my home team. So naturally, I would try to support. But I just realized when I cooked dinner Sunday, we didn't even turn on the game. In fact, right when we got ready to eat the game, because it was a one o'clock game, 
instead of a four o'clock game. And I think, and that's another thing too, they moved the games to one o'clock, um, which, you know, it's hard because, you know, you, you wake up and you literally got to, especially if you tailgate, you got to start the tailgate early or you got to, you know, if you're inviting people over to watch the game, they got to come early. And so dinner has to be ready early, you know, unless you're grilling through the whole process. But anyway, so we, we had, and think we, yeah, we had dinner about four o'clock. Um, so dinner was ready about four o'clock and that was at the, towards the end of the game. Um, again, I, I think, you know, you know, one of the things we're always looking for a routine. We're always trying to have a routine. And again, with the season changing, um, I'm definitely going to have the oven on a little bit more coming out of the summer. You know, I, one of the reasons I didn't do a lot of cooking because the summer is just hot. Um, but definitely have the oven on a little bit more. I'm definitely going to rock the slow cook. I almost want to put something in the slow cook crock pot right now. Um, and have, because again, it's like, I don't want to stand over the stove. So I'm thinking, but then a lot of time, a lot of times what goes into the crock pot is comfort food. Right. Oh, let me tell you guys, speaking of comfort food, since we, since I haven't done this in a while and you're going to get this alert, like oh, there's an episode. Let me tell you what I made in the crock pot. Um, one Sunday evening was it? Yeah, I think it was a Sunday evening. We were Sunday or Monday. I think it was Sunday. Um, I had this bag of apples. You already know where I'm going, right? I had a bag of apples. Now I had started to juicing, started juicing. And when you start juicing, you know, you start going through the whole detox thing. But the juicer, you know, it just takes up so much space on the counter. So I put the juicer away. I said, maybe I'll try again with the smoothies. Because I don't really like the consistency of a smoothie. I love just drinking, you know, gulping down just a good, clean juice. Um, that just involves a lot. And I think what I'm going to do is I've got to position it. i got to find another place for it. Because it's in the back of the cabinet. Because everything in front of it is something I reach for far too often than the juicer. So I've got to find a spot for the juicer. In fact, I need to spend a day and declutter, declutter, clutter, the declutter, the clutter, clutter in the kitchen. Cause I'm always decluttering the counter, but I need to declutter some of the cat in the cabinets. And one of the th- first thing I did do in the pandemic is work with my cat, my cabinets that have the pots in there, but I don't have a lot a lower cabinet space in something as, as heavy as a, the juicer. You don't want to try and have to put that up in the cabinet, up, up, up anywhere. You don't want to go, you don't want to raise your arms with that thing anyway. Cause it's, it's a Brevel. It's, it's a serious juicer. And, uh, so I think I've got to, I'm going to find, uh, a place for that. I may, I don't know where I'm going to keep it, but I'm, I'm definitely going to find, I wish, I wish I had one more cabinet, one more, maybe over, but then of course I don't. So, I'm just saying that's a wish and everything is, everything is pretty much in use and it's not something I want to go in and out of the pantry with, because like I said, it's heavy. You want to just do one fell swoop motion with it. So I'm going to see if I can, or either organize the, it's in a cabinet where I can either organize a little more or put it in the cabinet right under where I want to use it. And that's going to mean really, uh, organizing it. So I'm going to see, um, and one of the reasons I'm talking about cabinetry is because another reason why I haven't done much in the kitchen is I had a cabinet to fall off the wall. 
Um, and so that repair literally just took place about a week ago. And I told him, I was like, man, I got to get this. I took about a month, um, for, to get this, get this cabinet. It had to be, it had to be, somebody had to construct it and then it had to come and be installed. And it had to, I had to, you know, make it on the list. Apparently I wasn't the only one. Every, I guess with everybody being home and things getting utilized away and everybody doing the remodels and the reorganizing and the decluttering and all that. I wasn't immediately at the top of the list for my cabinet. I was somewhere down the list and they worked their way through their list. And I ended up getting mine repaired just, just a few days. And we're, and, and literally had all those dishes because it was my main cupboard, uh, full of all my, the glasses and plates. And so those have been, had been, the glasses have been sitting in boxes, uh, down, up and down the hall, the because the kitchen is just a little walk-in kind of rounded galley, not a straight walk, straight galley, but a kind of a rounded galley, and um, and the glasses and I, and I and actually when the cabinet fell, I caught it uh, and eased it down, and so I didn't lose a number of dishes, lost a uh, a couple of uh, glasses that I was trying to hold on for sentimental reasons, but and just a couple of my saucers, but. Other than that, you know, and then when that happened, I didn't do a lot of cooking because, again, even though there was some shattering and you never know where that went. So um, I wanted to wait and keep cleaning and sweeping and, you know, making sure that um, whatever broken things were in there, you know, didn't end up in any of our food, didn't end up, you know, and even still. You know, when I'm, when I'm clean, I took, I moved things around. I wiped down really good to find it. And even still, you know, you always find like a little, a little piece. So I just have to, I had to be mindful of that and be careful of that and, uh, and go through some time. And, you know, I just told you like, and, and, and you know what I'm so thankful for is that I wasn't live streaming. We're right at 29 and a half coming up. Uh, I'm so glad I wasn't live streaming. Can you imagine that it happened live streaming? I was actually reaching out because, you know, if you have cabinets like I do where you have the space up above the cabinets where you can display a lot of stuff. And I was actually going up uh, to the display. I was standing on the step stool going up to the display, reaching up to it. And, uh, and it came away from the wall and there was some wood issue there. Um, so it came away from the wall and I noticed they... They uh, put a little thing there where you can't see behind there. So I probably should have paid a lot more attention on the install. But, you know, with the COVID thing, I was like, I let them go over there and do the work. I was way over here trying to trying to be safe. But I probably should have probably I probably should have paid a little bit more attention. But they were in and out uh, with the install. It was and I know it's up there because it was really loud um, them going into that wall. Um, so. That was, and you could tell that's not just some standard drywall that's up there because they were they were drilling seriously, doing a little bit of drill, getting that in there, and so. Uh, but I don't know if I even told you. I think I skipped the story. We're going off into that. Um, back to the apples and the juicer. That's what it was. We talked about organizing. Okay, so I when I put the juicer up, I still had a fridge full of you know fresh fruits and vegetables. And so I had this bag of apples and I'm like, man, and they were still looking good and great. Right. I'm like, man, wait a minute. I need to, 
I need to do something with these apples. Now, normally if I have green apples, I'll make a green apple lemonade, right? 31 into this. I'll make a green apple lemonade, but I only need a one or two apples to do that. So I said, hmm, it, it dawned on me. I remember people making those like a dump cake or something like that where you put, you know, if you fruit in there and, ooh, I need to do one of those with some blueberry. So what I did, here's what I did. I took the apples and I didn't, I didn't feel like peeling them because we were getting ready to watch a program in like an hour and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to peel them. I'm just going to put this in there. So I sliced the apples, um, taking out, throwing them, discarding the core, um, put, just drop those in there. And I did about probably, I did about six, I would think either five or six apples. Uh, I know it was half the bag and I was like, the whole bag will be too much because you know what? There's leftovers of it in the fridge. So I took the apples with the skin on um, and I laid them down in the, put them in the crock pot. I then put in maybe, and I didn't, we didn't really measure. We were like just grabbing stuff right at the time. Oh, let's do a little bit of this. Let's do a little bit of that. But just a little bit of brown sugar, a little bit of white sugar, uh, a little bit of salt because you know salt helps bring the sweetness out of there. Just a pinch of salt. Um, first time grabbing the allspice in the season, right? That was grabbed the allspice, a little bit of allspice, then went in with the cinnamon and then little pats of butter. Wait, wait for it. That sounds great, right? And then I had a package of cinnamon rolls. I took the cinnamon rolls and I did the uh, four cuts of that cut that in four pieces and I took all the little pieces. I then put all the little pieces around the top of this thing. I put it on, I put it in the crock pot. I turned it on high because again, we wanted some dessert for, to eat with this program we were watching. And I put, and we were getting ready to watch Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. That's why I wanted to do this. I just remember it was, it was the verses with Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. And you know, the promo for them was Patty made, of course, Patty had her pies and a whole dining room table full of food and Gladys Knight made a banana pudding and she made an old school banana pudding on the stove right not instant old school banana pudding she made old school pudding and banana pudding and I'm like well dang now you know what can I make like like I'm one of them right I'm like we should have we should have we'd already had dinner I think we even had either leftovers or, or dined out um but I was like hey let's make a dessert right quick and I you know, didn't want to put it in the oven. I was like, I think I can put it in a crock pot because, I mean, it shouldn't take that long. So in about 45 minutes to an hour, this thing was ready. I came back in because I came in. Normally, I would not have given it a stir because I wish I had. Because uh, I really wanted the cinnamon rolls to really sit on top. But I ended up having to go back and give it a stir. Oh, let me think. I, did I put, I think, we were trying to remember if we even put any liquid in there. Um, and I really don't think we did. I think we were going to come back I said let's just turn it on and because you really wanted that heat I wanted that heat to get in there and get really saturated with those apples I said if let's come back and check it if it needs liquid we'll put a we'll put a couple drops if it's dry but when I came back and I think I still don't remember if we did or not um but there was when I tell you just the what do we call it the juice on this thing like the sauce on this thing with that sugar uh, it was so good in the cinnamon and the allspice. It was so freaking good. 
um, I ended up coming back in. I said, I do need to give it a stir because, you know, we were just, we were kind of spreading out the stuff. But then I said, you know, we kind of put the seasoning, those spices all in the right, in all in one spot, just kind of straight down the middle, which means, you know, as it cooks, it's not going to get. So next time I know to do the apples, apples, the sugar and spice, sugar and spices to go ahead and get tossed that around and then put the butter and the cinnamon rolls on top that thing heated up so fast because remember now in your slow cooker if you want something to slow cook you got to put it on low on low okay um high is gonna cook it it's basically gonna cook it right away it becomes like your dutch oven it's gonna cook it right away so we had it on high and i came back in i'm like oh yeah i think i need to give this a stir but when i gave it a stir the um cinnamon rolls had already begun to cook and so they went from the little squares as I was stirring it, they kind of started stretching out, like spreading out, right? So as I stirred it, while well, it was kind of stuck in the one spot it was in, it just kind of spread out. And so it was getting like really, th when I tell y'all, this thing was so good. And, uh, and I said, well, I guess we don't need to add liquid. It, the liquid that came out of the apples, the juice that came out of the apples, and I still think we put a little something in there. I don't know. Maybe a little bit of water I think we put right in the bottom. I still think we did uh, simply because uh, I think because of the sugar, I think we did kind of add some. But, again, not a lot because the 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 um, liquid was really thick. It was really thick. So that, that let me know it was really the juice. It was really juice from the apples. And then um, that brown sugar, the um, the allspice, um, the cinnamon. And look at the ingredients on your allspice. I wish I, I wish I was in the kitchen. I could tell you this. But I didn't do this in the kitchen because it would give an echo. I don't know if we have one now. Um, but allspice, you know, it's pretty much, you know, just a, it was good. Let me just tell you. It was so freaking good. And uh, it's definitely going to be something that we double back. It's definitely something, especially now, this being the first day of fall, when you want, because now is when you start thinking about your cobblers, your hot desserts, right? Because it's so cool. Like, I took the dog out, and I'm like, okay, it's time to start wearing some pants and a jacket uh, for the early morning. Afternoon, the temperatures aren't that hot, but then the sun is out and about. So, um, definitely I, I do want to try it with blueberries because I do love a blueberry cobbler and I have done the, uh, cobblers in the skin. The easy, and we're talking easy. We talk, we're not talking grandma cobblers now, you know, even though I am the matriarch of the family right now, we're not talking about like grandma going in there and making that the fresh dough and all that kind of stuff, even though I know how to do it. Um, we're talking about with the easy cobbler that we did was what we say your um bear your batter your your berries uh what was it berries it's three things batter and butter yeah butter batter berries butter berries batter whatever way you want to layer that in a cast iron that's when we did those cast iron cobblers you can go and check these recipes out on my on the youtube uh for dryer bus but you, if you go to our youtube now keep in mind our youtube has been with us our youtube channel has been with us uh throughout the entire 11 years i think youtube's been around 11 years um probably more than that but you know 20 years of us doing this um but the kitchen recipes are in a playlist because you will then see if you go to the youtube channel you're gonna see all the things that we've done 
over the time. But if you want the food, the lemonade recipes, the kitchen recipes, some of the things that I have discovered and talked about or shown and demonstrated, um, that's on the playlist on YouTube called In the Kitchen. Um, with dryer buzz. So you can definitely check out the playlist. There's also the link. That is the link that you'll follow through if you are following us on TikTok as well as I, I need to double check and see what I have on In the Kitchen with dryer buzz. Because I actually had a domain name and I changed that. Uh, I, I decided not to keep that one and I changed it um, to something else. So I think we just ended up going with dryer buzz uh, kitchen and stuff. So anyway. So that was one of that was one of the discoveries uh, in my medicine starting to kick in. So I need to get ready to take a nap. But again, and actually, what we're having for tonight, I uh, finally found a decent price can of salmon. So I'm gonna make some uh, salmon cakes, as most of you call, but some croquettes, salmon croquettes. I'm gonna make that for dinner tonight with uh, with the rice dish, uh, or we might have breakfast, full on breakfast, and do cheese grits. Uh, I'll find out. I'll I'll get a feel for that later. But that's gonna be easy, easy, simple. You know, I'm just doing the one can, which will yield me five and or or four, depending on how large I make them or how small I make them. Um, but being a dinner portion, I'll probably go pretty big. And or we might have salmon burgers. You know, that's a thing too. Um, if I gotta see if we have still have some buns. And again, that's one of those odds and ends. One of the things I don't buy in bulk because I don't have a deep freezer is I don't buy bread. I'm looking at a thing on TV. Um, they were showing the split. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough race. But anyway, um, so one that's one of the things that we don't buy in bulk, like because we it takes us a minute to get to, and rightfully so at this point, it takes us a minute to get through a loaf of bread. Uh, we do well. With one of the things I have started buying is tor tortilla shells, tortilla shells, uh, both corn and flour. Um, because, oh, I don't know if I've just, excuse me, discussed this on a podcast. We started making enchiladas at home. Um, so I had a real bad taste for them one day and I was going to order some out and you know the or this was during the pandemic so you know it was a great price surge or whatnot and I'm like wait what exactly is what exactly is in these things They're, they've got to be fairly simple and so I looked up like everybody else went to YouTube University and I saw the um I saw the recipe I mean I saw the demonstration watched the demonstration on, on how to prepare them and um and the ingredients you know the same as any any other Mexican dish I ordered, though, instead of ordering out, ordering in, I ordered the items for grocery. And it was the corn tortilla shells, uh, the red sauce. That's literally what makes the uh, enchilada. Whether you're going to do the red sauce or the green sauce. That's your biggest decision if you're going to do enchiladas at home. Do you want red sauce or do you want green sauce? We wanted red sauce. So I ordered the red sauce. I ordered the, uh, I think we had everything else to go inside. Um... And I may have ordered one or two other things um, to go on top, like maybe sour cream. I think I even did some some guacamole. Um, but that was pretty simple and fast. You know, basically, you make your whatever you're going to stuff them with. And we did that particular day. We did we did ground beef and beans, and then we had cheese and salads. We did ground beef, beans, and cheese. Um, and watching, you know, watching the video. I mean, I just 
And this is the thing that I didn't know. And if you have not been in the kitchen or you're going back into the kitchen, I didn't know to that when I watched the demonstration, I didn't know I'd have to cook the shells like separately. You know, and I don't, and I still don't know, you know, not necessarily brown them, but you just kind of warm them through and, uh, and cook. And that's how, that's why the shells when you eat out taste so much better. They don't taste like, you know, the flour or the corn or mesa, whatever. They don't, um, they don't taste cakey, like cakey, like bread, like cake, you know, cakey, like. So I heated those through in a little, either oil or butter. I believe I probably did, I probably did butter. Um, and, and actually kind of browned it a little bit, depending, you know, if I left it in there a little too long, but they still were, in fact, they were, um, like if I hadn't cooked them, I probably would have got experienced some breaking, but heating them through on both sides, it became a little bit more pliable. And then you just take it and you stuff it and you just roll it until the seam, the open seam is on the bottom and you line your pan. And when I tell you. This feeds a lot. When you do enchiladas feed, enchiladas for what we normally, if you go to think about it, you're going to go in there and make your ragu, some people say, or your meat sauce. I just went Italian on a Mexican dish. If you're going to make your stuffing, like you're going to do the chicken or you're going to do ground beef or cheese or beans, it doesn't take a lot. You know, and the first thing you want to do, because you always think, well, at the Mexican restaurant, you could use a little bit more, but you really don't need any more. Um, and I think one of the things too, going into the kitchen because I'm going into the kitchen making some of my favorite dishes when I dine out and you always think you could you want more you really don't because <laughs> what I ended up um, making too much meat and I made the first pan which took which was about eight enchiladas in there I'm like that's kind of enough but I kept going because I had more stuff and so I grabbed another pan and I I think another four went in there. I was like, wait a minute. No, I'm, this is becoming too, I don't need them. I don't need to prepare this much food because even though one of the things we love is eating our Mexican food the next day or any food, not just that, but because that's one of the foods that we do eat out and bring home the, the to go, we love eating the to go the next day. But being that I'm preparing this fresh at home, I was like, you can stop. You know, you can always come back to this, right? This is not the restaurant. You can always roll up in the kitchen and make more. And so, uh, and then, so once you roll, you, first of all, is another thing I didn't realize or that I now know is a behavior of it. Uh, you dip the shell. Once you cook the shells, I cooked the shells and I stacked those up. Then I took the shells over to where my little rolling station was going to be. And then you take your shell before you even roll it up, stuff it, you dip it in the red sauce. So you, you have, that's where the red sauce comes into play besides the little that you drizzle on top, but you stick the shell in that red sauce. Then that's, and it's kind of, it's kind of, it wasn't, wasn't messy. It really wasn't. Cause I, you know, I didn't, I used my hand to, you know, to handle the sauce, but spoons for everything else. And I, I think we actually stuffed it with like, instead of just using just plain meat, we put it in there with a couple of other things. Oh, you know what it was that the stuffing ended up being so good because I, I think that I had a little bit of red beans and rice left and I threw that in with the meat. So the stuffing was really good and really delicious. You put a little bit, about a spoonful, spread that out. You roll it seam side down, um, and line that in the, in the plate. It stays, you know, 
And and let me tell you, any in all Mexican food you're gonna do at home, recipe recipes you're gonna try. Do all the steps, okay? Don't just rebuke, like, I don't know what that's for. Do all the steps because that, in, in fact, again, not even with Mexican food, but one, the one thing I learned the most, and we are 46 into this, uh, 47 about to be, one thing I learned the most about, the rest, stop rebuking the recipe. Um, stop leaving out the steps because it's those steps that add to the abundance of flavor. If you ever have gotten a recipe and of something that you've had that somebody else has prepared for you and it was awesomely delicious and then you decide you're going to make it at home and you can't get that same flavor palette from it is because there's one little step either you don't know to do or you haven't done, right? And thus... <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do all of these different steps. And that's why I ended up, you know, heating up the the shells and then dipping the shell in the red sauce, stuffing it, um, stuffing it during the roll, the way it was supposed to be rolled and putting it in the dish. It looks so perfect. It looks so perfect. Then spooning the less, less, the leftover red sauce or a little bit of the red sauce and then topping that with cheese and putting it in the oven just to warm through because everything, when you make these, everything's already done and prepared and cooked and pretty, and even heated because we went right off the, came right off the stove with this. So everything's already done and heated. You just basically going to let it marry, let it marry in the oven. And so in gel and, and all that good stuff. And so, and then when it comes out, let it rest, you know, or, well, actually, I don't know if you even let it rest. I don't think we let it rest because it was looking so good. I think we dive, we dove right in. We, uh, took, you know, the appropriate pictures and made a TikTok and posted and, and talked about it on all the other platforms that we need to. I just didn't give it to you guys as a podcast. Um, so that's, that's something that that's two things that we, that's now in our rotation of our meals, even tonight, uh, it's, and I'm recording this on Tuesday as I say this and it's taco Tuesday. I have some red sauce. I do have some red sauce and I have some shells. And that's one of the, another thing too, I like about buying the packs of shells. They last longer than, you know, your average breads. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's. You know, somebody right now probably said, duh, <laughs> because that's what it, I guess that's how it's made. And that's what it is uh, designed for. You know, it does. They do last. In fact, I, I really believe I still have of those corn shells. I think I still have about, and in fact, I know exactly I have seven left because I was going to, I was going to make uh, them last week. And I was like, no, I think, I think we ended up ordering out. Or somebody showed up with food and I was like, oh, I don't need to cook. So, but at, at the same time, I had meat, we had meatloaf for Sunday and meatloaf leftovers from yesterday. Um, unless we went with chicken, unless we just went vegan, vegetable ones. Um, I need, I probably, I got some spinach in there. I might do something. Well, I already said what I was cook, cooking tonight and it's not, it's not Taco Tuesday. I really want that salmon. But then I also, I got to go and have some lunch, so... I may do, I have some salad in there I need to do. I pro- and I got some beautiful tomatoes. Uh, I bought some Roman tomatoes because I knew I wanted to make pizza and make some pizza sauce. Um, so I got that. But I also got just some regular sliced, to- 
we I'm saying regular tomatoes for slicing. Um, so I may just make me a nice either tomato and, and spinach salad or a tomato sandwich. And I, I'm trying to cut back the carbs right now because pandemic pounds are on. So I'm trying not to end up with any pandem other pandemic diseases. And they they are on the rise. So I want to while I'm I can't you can't get into a real fitness routine because you can't go to the gym. Um, so you can't really work off the pounds. So, you know, and, and now here comes the temperature change. So the way I'm going to do it is through food, what I'm normally eating, what I'm regularly eating. Um, I'm cutting back the sugar I'm using in the lemonade and, um, I am cutting back on, I'm going to start with the carbs. I got a lot of chips around here. I got to do something with the chips and so forth. And I meant to order and you have to be particularly special because if any, I want to order some romaine lettuce, but one thing that I have known, recognized since being in the kitchen, oftentimes that romaine, romaine lettuce gets a lot of, has a lot of recalls on it. Uh, and I think one of the reasons it has a recall is, I don't, and I don't know, but I'm just saying maybe even because how it's made, how it's, what kind of, how it's the style of it. And then, and then. The fact that it's, you know, a lot of things are just picked and went, go right into the, go right into the ecosystem. So, but lettuce, because I want to, I want to do something like start su substituting more lettuce or a vegetable for my bread intake. If I want to cut out bread intake, like I want to go in there and I want to have a sandwich. I don't mind, um, wrapping that in some lettuce, you know, I don't mind that because everything is so flavorful i don't necessarily need the need the bread but you know and, I, and then i say we're gonna have pizza and <laughs> you know so anyway i gotta figure i gotta figure this thing out because it has to because I'm, I'm i'm starting to feel some things and i'm like that was that could be signs so um definitely want to definitely want to dial it back and a lot of the stuff that i cook has sugar in it because i can't deal with a lot of salt so, and that's what happens. You know, you go from one extreme um, to the next. I mean, you do. You go from one extreme to the next and you try to figure out. So when things happen, like I'm having a reaction uh, and I'm hoping that it's a reaction because I ate something and it feels like I, something I ate. Um, but I went out this week and to a restaurant and I think um, because there were some things around me that I have uh, reactions to, but I, I think either something, and I know I did a, I did a, there was so many things to happen and I'm always trying to be mindful. And I try not to do a lot. And you have, when you have allergies and food allergies in particular, you, you need to be mindful because even if you tell people, I mean, their normal behavior behavior of people around us is not to be overwhelmingly considerate, you know, and, and people are just out and enjoying it. You don't want to arrest, you don't want to arrest the enjoyment, right? The joy, you don't want to arrest the joy. Um, so even though I stayed away for certain things, you know, I was in an environment where, you know, the people that I was dining with not the restaurant, cause I let them know and restaurants do an amazing job uh, around you with that. But then again, you know, I was dining with people. I didn't know it was a, it was a group, a group outing, um, uh, of a networking group. And you know, you're, you're exchanging business cards, you know, okay, here comes the moment to exchange business cards. 
But um I'm sorry, I recognize the gentleman on television. So just imagine you're at a networking and you go to exchange business cards after the meal and that person has went in on some lobster. What do you think is on that business card? And here's the funny part about allergies. I my daughter had a dinner and I went to her house for dinner. And uh, I sat down and immediately grabbed her remote. You know, she goes, find something on TV. I said, because we were gonna we was we were actually having dinner and a movie. So she prepared dinner, but I sit down and I grabbed the remote to find something on television. A day or a day or two days earlier, my other daughter, I, I said, oh, okay, I'm not feeling good. Something's, you know, I'm having a reaction. She had, luckily she had some um, things. She's like, she says, oh my goodness. She said, yeah, the other day we had um, seafood. And I, I'm like, the only thing I've chased is a remote. And she said, yeah, I was flipping the remote while I was eating. And she's like, I can't believe that, you know, a day or two later, it's still on the it's still on the remote, so you have to think about that. And I know it's a challenge um, now with you know the pandemic and restaurants having to figure out this thing. And just think about that showing up her showing up at her house a couple of days after she had eaten. Um, I guess I don't know whatever because you know in most seafood you have to eat with your hands because you gotta you know break it apart if it's this and pull it apart if it's that and you know you go in you know. And so her remote control was full of the remnants of these fingerprints that had been all over shellfish. And and that's my allergy, um, shellfish. And so I have, um, but usually, you know, I could take something that's gone. So I'm, I'm really thinking it's something else and I've got to, uh, it's got to be something that not just that I was around, but also something that I ate and it's familiar. So I'm thinking it may, it may have to, it had to have come from something. I ate. also, I hadn't, I had not been on my lemonade. Um, there were a couple of different juices that I tried. Oh, and this is why I say, I hate when we have, when we have done so much and you have to stop and figure out what's going on. Um, I also, you know, wore something different. Um, I used a different hair product. It's like, it could be any number, any number of things. And the good thing about whatever it is in my system, it's definitely trying to come out. And, uh, so I'm, I'm popping a couple of, uh, Benadryl and I just hope that it's not, you know, from being out and going back and being around, being around people. And we certainly hope it's not you know, anything like, like the was COVID or the pandemic, which is not, I, I doubt, but I am kind of, um, still having, still having a couple little, couple little, little issues from it, but I know it's probably something that I, something that I ate, um, and, you know, and just being, cause I hadn't, I had not been around, um, people, let alone that much um, see, having that much seafood around, but it was a, I had a great time. I really had an awesome time. So back home, back in the kitchen, um, I'm trying to think if I need to recap anything else. Uh, only thing else, the other thing is, you know, changing up the sugar intake, the, the carbs intake, trying to, you know, going to get ready to do something a little bit more on trying to get the pounds off. Like I said, I, I did start, I did a, I did a, about a week juicing, but 
you know, home, been home all the time and all this comfort food around here. It wasn't, and I, I bought, I went and I bought everything I needed. I bought everything I needed and I did good. I did good. One thing I love about juicing is that you do immediately feel it. You immediately feel it. Um, but you know what I think I really need? I probably just need like a good probiotic and I've got some here. So I'm going to go and make sure they're not expired. Um, cause I'm not sure when the last time I did take them, but I did see one on the counter as I was putting back the things that for, into the cabinet. And, uh, so I'm probably going to take that cause if, I just feel like I need a good, my system needs a good flushing, you know, and whether or not I'm going to do that with juicing or some salad and so forth and uh and try to get as far try to go as uh, you know just let time time i need i need enough time to pass by so i can really tell what's going on because some of the things like i was in the kitchen um preparing something and i noticed um i had another my arm had scratched the scratched the the door counter or something and it's like okay here's here's an exit <laughs> whatever it is that's going on um, with my system, but who is not experiencing things in the change of season? Um, any other ingredients that I think we now are doing? No. Um, hey guys, Yolanda Dryerbus again. Thank you so much for listening. I think the end of that might have ended abruptly. Uh, as we, I didn't have my eyes on the screen and we were recording, but I listen before I let you go. I want to tell you some other things that's going on in the kitchen with dryer bus. Now, you know, we stopped the lemonade, uh, during the pandemic because the food supply chain was inconsistent, interrupted, uh, disrupted, and so on and so on. So, but we do have some other things available. I would love to have your support. I'm going to ask you just to go and check out shopdryerbus.com and let me know what you think you probably already have. And thank you if you have. Thank you if you're already a part of the family. Don't forget if you made it this far, just go ahead and give a like, a follow, uh, and a a share, subscribe, whatever on the platform that you are listening. And there are more episodes, and I'm going to try and amp these back up as we head off into the fall. My favorite time. The fall is my favorite time to be in the kitchen and to cook so let's just go ahead and call this the start of the new season on the first day of fall taco tuesday uh here comes my leaf blower so it is definitely time for me to go on have a great day go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on twitter instagram and facebook it's all about the buzz